Good day, good day, good day, everyone. Thank you for this day that the Lord has made. First off, I'd like to start this segment with a prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. Lord God, I ask that you take this segment, take this journey with us, Lord God. We're going to do this for seven months. That is our goal. And to see how many lives can be changed, Lord God, I ask that you use the spirit of Jesus Christ, Lord. Be with us the whole time. Let not our parts be part of this. Let it all be you, Lord God. We don't want no real funding for this, Lord God. We just want you to know we love you. We want as many souls, as many spirits, as many people that can possibly say I love you to say I love you and mean it, Lord God. I ask these things in his holy name. In Jesus Christ, amen. All right, everyone. Uh, first, I'm going to give you a couple notes on myself so we know who we're talking to. Um, my name is Prophet Saul Yusef Fugate. My friends call me Prophet. Um, I am an individual born of Harlem native and raised in Irvington, New Jersey, most of my life. Um, I grew up with about 13 women in my life as far as a child. Uh, I did not grow up with neither one of my parents. I was born in 1980, so they were all, you know, doing their own drug thing. They dropped me off at Grandma's house. I'm sure that story is nothing that a lot of people have not said. Uh, it's made me kind of miserable back then. Uh, very self-absorbed and always looking for social acceptance caused me to miss out on a lot of relationships and I had to grow. I've been baptized twice in my life and shed a lot of those deep spirits uh, that were bonding me and now I have no fear of them. I just live my life truly just to love and serve my father uh, and my Lord Jesus Christ. Um, I don't know what else to say about me. My strengths are, I believe, in loving life everlasting. And my weaknesses are caring about other individuals that don't care about me too much. Uh, mixing with people who are kind of like certified sinners and don't really care. Um, making bad emotional choices, ipso facto, letting my flesh get the best of me instead of letting my mind and my spirit do the thinking for me and speaking for me um what else can i tell you about me i love animals i have two cats one turtle one snake i have two children um two little girls that i love very much we'll speak about that one day soon and um i just hope to get the best out of this experience and see how many people can be blessed because uh, at this point in my life I truly realize that we don't as a people need anyone and when I say as a people I don't mean black white Hispanic I mean us as a, a holy people we don't need anyone we don't need the banks we don't need a lot of different things so I really hope that we get the best out of this when this is all set and done um I hope that you all can get to know me and appreciate me because uh, I do appreciate you, whomever does tune in. First time in my life I've ever done anything like this, so I, I just wish everybody the best. Um, once again, Prophet Fugate, no one special, not self-proclaimed, and uh, let's do this. Let's start this journey, y'all. Here we go. Good day, good day, good day, everyone. Thank you for this day that the Lord has made. First off, I'd like to start this segment with a prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is done in heaven. Lord God, I ask that you take this segment, take this journey with us, Lord God. We're going to do this for seven months. That is our goal. And to see how many lives can be changed, Lord God, I ask that you use the spirit of Jesus Christ, Lord be with us the whole time let not our parts be part of this let it all be you lord god we don't want no real funding for this lord god we just want you to know we love you we want as many souls as many spirits as many people that can possibly say i love you to say i love you and mean it lord god i ask these things 
in his holy name. In Jesus Christ. Amen. All right, everyone. Uh, first, I'm going to give you a couple notes on myself so we know who we're talking to. Um, my name is Prophet Saul Yusef Fugate. My friends call me Prophet. Um, I am an individual born of Harlem native and raised in Irvington, New Jersey most of my life. Um, I grew up with about 13 women in my life as far as a child. Uh, I did not grow up with neither one of my parents. I was born in 1980, so they were all, you know, doing their own drug thing. They dropped me off at grandma's house. I'm sure that story is nothing that a lot of people have not said. Uh, it's made me kind of miserable back then. Uh, very self-absorbed and always looking for social acceptance caused me to miss out on a lot of relationships and I had to grow. I've been baptized twice in my life and shed a lot of those deep spirits uh, that were bonding me and now I have no fear of them. I just live my life truly just to love and serve my Father uh, and my Lord Jesus Christ. Um, I don't know what else to say about me. My strengths are, I believe, in loving life everlasting. And my weaknesses are caring about other individuals that don't care about me too much. Uh, mixing with people who are kind of like certified sinners and don't really care. Um, making bad emotional choices, ipso facto, letting my flesh get the best of me instead of letting my mind and my spirit do the thinker for me and speaking for me um what else can i tell you about me i love animals i have two cats one turtle one snake i have two children um two little girls that i love very much we'll speak about that one day soon and uh, i just hope to get the best out of this experience and see how many people can be blessed because uh, at this point in my life I truly realize that we don't as a people need anyone and when I say as a people I don't mean black white Hispanic I mean us as a, a holy people we don't need anyone we don't need the banks we don't need a lot of different things so I really hope that we get the best out of this when this is all set and done um I hope that you all can get to know me and appreciate me because uh, I do appreciate you, whomever does tune in. First time in my life I've ever done anything like this, so I, I just wish everybody the best. Um, once again, Prophet Fugate, no one special, not self-proclaimed, and uh, let's do this. Let's start this journey, y'all. Here we go. Good morning, good morning. First, I would like to open up this session with a prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as is done in heaven. Lord God, we ask you to forgive us for our sins, Lord God, so that we don't fall so far away from your glory. Lord God, we also ask that you continue to bless the show. <clears throat> Bless every heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit involved with this show, Lord God. And we ask that you continue to touch the hearts and minds involved in this show so that they become closer to you. In Jesus' name, I ask these things. Amen. So, Prophet Fugate here, and today we're going to start our session with relationships and how they may affect your past and your present decisions so uh, where do we start here has anybody ever been in a relationship that they feel was not very productive towards their future and somehow ended that relationship took a moment to rekindle things of themselves and also build the new things of themselves feeling like they're ready to start anew and then find themselves almost in the same cycle. Where do we go from there? I've learned that prayer does work. 
I've learned that it's important to keep yourself first and God ahead of that to give your powers away so that you may keep them. There are very interesting things in this world that are working towards us being better individuals. There are things in this world that work hard to make sure we stay the worst individuals we can. It's important to take each individual step for yourself so that not only you can love yourself, you can better love others. Now, I've taken time to realize that there are cycles in life that we must break free of. A lot of them are filled with doubt, uh, want, pride, uh, feeling lost, and the, the need to gain. I've learned that it's time to start chasing those things that you are least successful about in your past and leave those things that you're successful about alone and see what happens. You can make a difference in your own life by simply chasing those things, staying still that you failed at and focused. There's a reason why you were never able to successfully complete those things because that would have probably broken a cycle in your life and gave you a breakthrough. So it's time to take a little more initiative and don't be mad in your day. Learn how to rejoice in your day from the moment that you wake up. Give praise. Say thank you, Lord. Walk outside your door and just breathe that fresh air. And remember, you can handle anything else after you wake up in the day. As long as you give your power away to the Holy Spirit. He can help you change anything else. So uh, that is my word for the day. I hope that there are many lives that make it change in reference to situations in their lives and they break some type of habits, uh, maybe not even habits, just cycles in their lives that have kept habits going on. I'm praying for everyone that is uh, listening to this podcast. Uh, if you have anything that needs to be said, please feel free to leave comments. Uh, and if you would like to join an episode, please feel free. Uh, to get in contact with me so we can set up some type of interview. I'm looking forward to hearing anybody. And remember, this is the Project Change Show. So anything that goes on here, it's in reference to making a change through better ideas and discussions, rationalizing, reasoning, prayer. God bless you, Prophet Fugate. And we out. Thanks for coming. Evil turn coppers here today. Look at all the hate, sisters crying in the day. You fabricate racist self brutality. Oh.
speaking and I'm going to open this up with a prayer our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is done in heaven Lord God we thank you for another opportunity to be here in your grace Lord God another day to wake up and get another chance to do it better than we did yesterday furthermore Lord God we ask that you continue to live in our lives just for me. Don't let anything that we do push us that far away from your grace and mercy. Continue to use us and not lose us. Anything you're doing in this season, we ask that you include us. In Jesus' name, we ask these humble things that this cast touch as many hearts as it can and help as many souls get closer to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, I have the opportunity of bringing my esteemed brother and friend and colleague in today on a conversation. He might be one of our first uh, co-hosts today. So I would like to introduce, without further ado, brother Avery Foot. How you doing, brother Avery? It's good to be here. Thank the Lord for another day. Amen. Uh, I can't count all my blessings on one hand, two hands. I don't know if there's enough hands on the world to thank God for the blessings that I experience on a daily basis. And I thank you for the opportunity to be here and you share this with me. So you can reach out to the people of the world. You are very welcome, Brother Avery. I've actually uh, been very excited to do this because uh, I believe that it's a lot that you and I have to allow to be said because uh, we too are instruments of the Lord, whether you know it or not. So, I'm going to, do you have any topics at hand that you would like to discuss? Or should you like for me to just throw this one out at you? This, is, this gets fun. This is this is the project change. So, you know, you might you might get a little ecstatic because some of this stuff we talked about is geared to changing folks. Ooh, so I think a good one to start. Maybe how about personal accountability? Mm. That is an excellent choice. I think that is... That's the one we'll start with. So, uh, let's see. You lean on the women, all lean on the men, as far as personal accountability. Sounds fair? Fair. Fair enough. All right. I want to get on my ninjas. My N-A-G-G-A ninjas, all right? You know there's levels to this? First thing I want to say is, men, we need to build our levels in life and five-year goals, starting from like age one. Okay, I know you're like, what's that mean? Well, as you grow up as a kid, you're supposed to advance at certain levels. And it's the same thing when you reach a certain level as an adult. You're supposed to advance certain levels as if you were a kid. A lot of men don't take accountability in this stuff. And call themselves men. You think most guys around the age of 20 to 25, only thing that's on their mind is money and chicks. Not yourself. Try being accountable for your actual self. Make yourself your own best franchise and deal with you so you can be worth something to someone else hold a higher value later on in life. Because you're going to be an adult much longer than you're going to be a child. And it's, it's quite easy to lose things in this struggle called life, which is actually a journey. And I've realized this, that you never really actually get perfect until you're dead. So you're constantly going to be working whether you like to or not. The good ones do anyway. Um, I think that unaccountability causes accountability, which you're not going to be ready for later on down the road. So it's best, like the elders used to say, 
You better do it while you're young, because when you get old, it's too hard. Build your character. Build your mistakes so you can learn what to do by the time you get to your 30s or 40s. Because whether you believe it or not, if you spend your time going through those mistakes, building on that foundation of those mistakes you made, you'll have a softer foundation when you get to your 30s and 35. I personally retired at 29. I realized this early in my age. I was stuck with certain choices I had to make, though, which a lot of us can share. The only difference between me and them or you should be some of us take accountability, some of us didn't. The ones who took accountability earlier on in life, guess what happened? They retired early on in life. The ones who didn't, they're still working. And the ones who had no, I mean, who tried to are getting closer to their goals. So it's a way to do this. I chose spirituality because I felt like the only thing that wouldn't fail me in life was Jesus Christ. I could have chose a job. I could have chose martial arts. I, I have my second degree brown belt, and I, I think I could, you know, defend myself very well. I wasn't depending on that, though, because I watched what that did to people. And I said, you know, Jesus is missing in this. This is why this is always failing. Everything likes to start, come up, and go down failing. So that's where I anchored myself. Um, I feel like if gentlemen took time to take more accountability, it would get easier because you would start to see how blessed you are. So the first thing you need to take accountability is first and foremost, before you do anything, is your spirituality and your faith. That is my key to you. Get comfortable with talking to God for stuff. Don't go to a man or don't go to a woman to ask for stuff. You are supposed to go to your brothers. You cannot go without the right spirit. So it's important, it's imperative that you get right with God. Treat people right. Learn how to forgive. Accept payment of nothing for something and know that you're blessed. These are the type. Take accountability for your own community, your own family. And then you can do stuff with yourself. Because other people, like myself, will see that and will help you. Because you can't do it alone. I can't do it alone. You ain't that much better than me. If you are, retire at 29 years old. If you're not, then come on, let's get started. Do some self-help work. You know what I mean? Don't be a punk. So that's my word, suggestion for you gentlemen. Brother Avery, tell me about how these females, excuse me, and I don't mean to say just gentlemen, you, you young niggas, <laughs> you little niggas. <laughs> You sorry, mother lovers should listen. Should take one suggestion from that. What was just said, and if you don't know how, once again, listen to the opening prayer, and then talk to God. It changes in a moment, just like that. Apologize, brother. I had to let them have it. Oh no! By all means, by all, by all means, their ideas are going to come to us in the blink of an eye, and. Uh, the things that don't go said are usually what well, I, in my personal experience, I find other things that I needed to hear and other people needed to hear. If I bite my tongue, that's accountability right there because I feel morally or even spiritually compelled to share something with a young man, a young woman, an old man, an old woman, and a fear of my own self. I feel I might get rejected. I feel I might not be able to adequately speak to them that I feel I have, if I have to hold my tongue, then something not sitting right in me because it, it, sta or it starts with me first. The reason why we have a two-person panel for this podcast, which in the future, other people will join us, other people might come in and provide their opinions. We'd love to hear back from you. I'd like to focus on the female's version of accountability. Yin and yang. As a young man, I grew up learning that I had to treat women with respect. I had to be the knight in shining armor, slay the dragon, if you will. And upon all my efforts at the end of my journey and my all my side quests, battered and brooded, bru battered, bruised, beat up, my damsel would be there waiting for me with open arms and cooperativeness, 
femininity. I heal my wounds. <laughs> oh, Continuing on. So, on the issue of accountability between men and women, <laughs> our last left off with us discussing about uh, a man continuing on his journey and at the end of all his efforts, uh, what his expectations might be, uh, entitlement to the things he believes he should be getting at the end of all his efforts. So on the female side of the spectrum, right, wild expectations are put on the ladies, which also has two subdivisions. So a woman has, on her path is meant to be strong, independent, not take anything against her beliefs or her virtues but at the same time also be a feminine motherly support role for a man. This is where an issue becomes because as the liberation of freedoms, the more rights and privileges that a person receives, the more expectations and entitlements that that is assumed to come with. So from the sexual liberation back in the 60s, 70s, birth control, extra women's rights, more women in the workplace, balanced pay. Okay, fantastic. Now what happens? I'm independent, I'm strong. I don't need nobody to tell me what to do. I don't need any help. I can raise this child by myself. The government will help me. They help everybody. Well, his father's no good anyway. You know what he did to me? All possibly to a degree having morsels of truth, maybe more. Where's the problem I had though? But the problem again lies upon the personal accountability of the woman to say, what is my role in this? What did I do in my life? to make my circumstances more difficult than they were. Was I helpful? Was I cooperative? Was I supporting? Was I, or was I contradictory, a headache, and difficult, intentionally? Uncooperative. Cooperative, uncooperative. You know about cooperativeness. You know, we, you know, we like to play video games sometimes. You, you have to cooperate with your partner to accomplish a goal. You can't lay down traps for them to blow them up when you're supposed to be working towards the same objective. That sounds like sabotage. Communication between the two parties will ensure a fluid, successful mission. Now, it's not to say we won't lose any lives along the way. That's not to say that we won't have any issues. It's not to say accidents don't happen. But there are gender roles for a reason because biologically we are never going to be the same. A man is always going to be put in a position of providing, building himself, and being accountable for his life circumstances despite whatever excuses he's going to come up with. Whereas it seems now that there is an open market for female irresponsibility. This isn't to go into you ladies. This isn't to make a point of who's better than who. Because us fellas are equally, if not more, guilty of being uncooperative, irresponsible, and destructive, self-destructive, yes. personally. Niggas. In my own, what what other more excuses can I make? Now I'm in my thirties, <clears throat> so I either I can continue forward with the same excuses I was using 
that try, that didn't get me anywhere before, or I can stand at the fork in the road and say, hmm, excuses or actions. Life changes when I change my actions. If I go with excuses, well, those actions probably aren't going to bring me the results I want. So I have to choose. Do I, I have to choose? Do I want to be a better man or an action man? I can cower down. I can tuck my tail between my legs. I can submit to unreasonable authorities. Or I can appreciate the privileges that are set ahead of me, which I can achieve. Driving is a privilege, not a right. <clears throat> Bringing children to the world is a, is a privilege, it's not a right. Being responsible for the, the trail of destruction that I left behind, whose responsibility is that? Anyone who runs away from their responsibility inherently is displaying cowardice. The statistics show, look at the census data, look at collegiate studies, research after research. We believe in the numbers here. A lot of individuals don't like to lean on the numbers. And it's nothing to do with mathematics. You can easily ask someone, a relative, a friend, an associate to do the mathematics for you if you don't know. But statistically speaking, Households where the parents stay together with the children, the children have a much higher success of achieving in their lives, much higher. They learn structure, they learn gender roles, they learn responsibility, they learn accountability, scheduling, programming, and the like. This is where the ladies come in. Birds make nests. They spend a lot of time gathering the supplies, picking the perfect spot that's away from danger, up high, set above the rest, nurturing the offspring that are to come. And when they do come, ensuring their success up until the day they are supposed to fly from the nest. And the process repeats all over again. If we look down to it, we're mammals. Every other mammal in the animal kingdom knows its place, from lions to dolphins to rabbits. Every mammal in the kingdom understands it. I, listen, I have to reproduce. I'm here for a reason to reproduce so that my legacy can continue and make a mark in the world. Traditionally, the woman is there to ensure that the man's legacy is successful because he just has to provide the resources of three basic needs, food, shelter, and clothing to his family. So then in turn, they can gather education and experience to make those same decisions in the future. When does, when does this fail? Social media comes around. Entitlement comes around. Inattentiveness, boredom, lack of accountability. Again, well, I was feeling neglected, so well, I decided to step outside the marriage. Well, I really wanted this, so I ordered all this stuff on your favorite home delivery website. I know, you know, well, so what, that girl's in shape. You know, I, I, he loves me just like the way I am. Do you love yourself the way you are, though? Have you looked in the mirror recently? No. Listen, there's not enough Revlon, CoverGirl, L'Oreal in the world. Change the fact that you may really need to look at yourself and see if you love yourself or not. Take accountability for yourself. We don't want to hear any more excuses. 
They come a dime a dozen. It starts with looking at yourself in the mirror every day, if you can stomach it. If you can't do that, then... Because I know I couldn't do that. I knew my spirituality was in the toilet. I knew my mind was defeated. My ego was off the map in the wrong way. Even if you don't have a belief in, quote, God, unquote, or higher power, in all your experiences, can you think about those times when you couldn't explain the miracles that happened in your life? You think about those times when someone paid for your groceries, someone held the door open for you, your child was lost and then it was found. Those, those things that just seemed nearly impossible and you didn't know how in the world you were going to get through those difficulties. It starts with you. Take time out for yourself. Profit. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I ain't know. I wasn't ready, y'all. I did not interview him before any of that. And, um, yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> Are you back? Are you all right? I'm, I'm okay. Where did you go? <laughs> Me. <laughs> And so, and that's okay. That, that's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Just okay. It's, you're back now. Sharing is caring. That was not original. Okay, it worked for the situation. Where did go? You back now, though. Yes. Okay. Ah, <laughs> all right. So, I would like to get into this situation of accountability between both parties, meaning man and female, what's happening because of that lack there of care to take care of your own accountability? Um, we're being destroyed as a nation by drugs and by political propaganda that's literally controlling the minds of most children. So with that all being said, there's, there's no one making children. And furthermore, there's no more family cooperation, which inherently will build leaders. That's where our dedicated uh, commissions will come from. It's becoming more sad because it's also killing the spirituality of our nation. A man, a father, you know, men who have daughters, some sons, or just daughters, he knows for a fact that he cannot do it all alone. He will go mad. That's where that old saying comes from. It takes a village to raise a child. So, the lack there of uh, grounded guidance from a man, a spiritual man in the household, is killing us mentally, physically, emotionally. And the men that are trying to hold on or that are holding on, that are prophetic in their, who speak prophetically in their lives and into the lives of their community, those are the ones that are being weeded out and their seeds are being taken away from them purposely. Uh, and not only is it not right, it is having, it is going to have a cataclysmic effect on the community later on. Because if you look at the matter, you mess the daughters up in the mind, you'll never have a stable offspring. So, with that being said, suggestions now. Keeping spirituality within your relationship. Don't start with just your pecker. 
yes, it is uh, easy to find out if you like somebody sexually. Here's the issue, though. When you find that way out first, this is what I learned because I didn't listen when I was growing up. When you find that way out first, you release chemical differences in your mind that are no longer stable. You're going to go to what feels good as opposed to what is good. Especially because people are preachers of repetition. We're going to go to what feels good all the time. So, and that's by habit. You know, there's not too much you can really do about that. Um, that's why it's dangerous to try certain things that you hear are really bad for you. Like drugs, for instance. It's going to give you a feeling that it's almost irreplaceable the first time. Now, because you tried that, you're going to chase that feeling. And that feeling is only going to feel good the first time. Didn't I just talk about relationship sex? Anyway, moving forward. Um, that's why it is important that you don't uh, go for that first. Go for the things that matter, like spirituality, you know, compatibility, cooperation. Uh because those are the things that progressively in life, when it gets better, it really starts to feel good. Sex is not the same thing. Okay, so uh, for the rest of this episode, what we would have been doing was taking in callers. Since uh, we have no callers to call in right now. I'm going to say thank God for this episode. I'm going to say thank you, Brother Avery Foote, for all of your sharing from another dimension. Absolutely. Uh, it's truly appreciated. And uh, I hope that someone catches on to this podcast and gets something from it because it can be useful. Uh, try to stay blessed. Don't let nobody take your joy. Don't ever fall to pieces. Anything else you want to add, Brother Foot? <clears throat> I'd like to say thank you for listening, taking the time out of your day to bring us into your ears, into your mind and your hearts. And if you're feeling troubled or alone, uh, reach out to someone you haven't talked to in a while. Please. Please. Reach out to me. On this podcast. That's also true. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. We're here. <laughs> Reach out to the Project Change. All right. God bless y'all. Good night. Good morning, good morning, good morning. First off, I would like to start this episode off with a prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Our kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it's done in heaven. I'm not going to start every episode off with a prayer, Lord. So this may be the last one that I do. But I'm going to ask that you do continue to be in me and in these episodes for the days to come as long as they may last. Let they not just be people on here acting as babbling fools, Lord God. Give us a chance to really help make a change. Let this be a recording so that my children and my children's children will have a way to reference me if they ever need a place to reference you, Lord God. I ask you to continue to work in our ways. These things I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. So, good morning, everyone. Um, today, we're going to talk about manipulation. Um, I came across someone recently, and let me tell you. The manipulation that this person's family member puts on them is, it's insane. You know, 
it's not fair, I guess you should say, because if it was staring a person, if you manipulate someone and you know it's it's in a loving way, I guess you know it could be okay. Although it's not really cool to you manipulate anyone. If someone chooses to say that you're manipulating them and you don't, you know, you're not intentionally doing anything to manipulate, you're just being yourself, you know, I do say if you care about that person, you show them love. You know, me personally, I care about just about everybody. So <clears throat> someone called me manipulative one time and I simply said, hey, you know, if you consider me loving you manipulative, then so be it, you know. Uh, they, I really feel like they talked about Jesus for the same reason, you know, and I, I got to go through that, you know. So, uh, like I was getting to the point, though, if you manipulate someone in a positive manner, I don't think that's the wrong way to manipulate. Um, if you want to manipulate them in a negative manner, if you want to manip just manipulate them just because you feel like manipulating them, you know, uh, there's levels to this. Um, we all gonna have an impact on everyone we come across, though, and that's one thing for sure. Two things for certain. So, if you know you're gonna have an impact on somebody, you should always try to have a most positive impact. In my opinion, that stuff is going to come back to you full fold. Uh, if you don't believe that, keep living. Okay, in the neighborhood or in, in a particular area, you know, go back to it. Or don't go back to it. You know, that old saying, um, what goes up must come down. That's one that actually comes to pass. Um, that old saying, uh, what goes around comes around. That always comes to pass. Uh, so to just get to the point of that, you just want to watch out for what you put out in this world. Don't go around, you know, thinking that it won't come back to you if you run away from things. Because wherever you go, you have to take you with you. That's obvious. And secondly, wherever you go, that place is only going to be as good as the people around you that you get to meet. So you have to, you know, watch who you talk to. Cause that's who's gonna be with you. Uh, I've been different places, um, and what I could say is that, you know, it's a lot of a holes in this world, and it's also a lot of good people in this world. And somehow, if 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 I stay good, you know, within myself or at least I see that as, you know, that's my choice. That's how I feel, that I'm okay with me. I can look in the mirror, you know. Um, I should be able to have that impact on the ones around me, and if not, move away from them. And in turn, you know, if it's time, maybe, you know, we'll become cool. If not, then it doesn't even matter. You know, I'm not their child. I'm God's child. So... I guess this episode, you know, I, w I would like for people to realize that you don't have to let people manipulate you. If you live in God's law, that's the one you let manipulate you. Let Jesus manipulate you, okay? Let his Holy Spirit manipulate you. Try that on for size. You know, uh, as far as uh, it goes, you know, for the relationship of man and woman, Stay in your place and don't run away from it and stay in your faith. And that will get you further in life than it will not. Because, you know, it's time to stop giving in and giving up and get it on. That's what really sh it should matter. You know that you have the ability to try to do better every day. I wake up every day and I get a euphoric moment just by giving God thanks that I got up that day instead of dying the day before. So God bless you guys. Walk outside, lift your hands up, 
praise the Lord and thank him for the day. And let everyone see that you're an example of the Holy Spirit. To God be the glory. Prophet all you said, Fugate, out. Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Prophet Tall, you said, Fugate, on another episode of the Project Change Show. How's everybody doing today? So, this morning I'm going to do things a little bit differently. Instead of starting with a prayer, I'm going to start with just an inspirational word. Let's spread love, not war. Uh, I've been in classes lately and just doing my best to live my life. I've been paying attention to like a lot that's going on in the world. What I notice is people are not spreading love. They're spreading war. They're being pitchy, trying to control the next species. <clears throat> Reality says that there's a whole order for that sort of thing, and no one's following the order. Uh, and on top of that, no one's really living up to their fullest potential for who they are. So I suggest spreading love, not war. Uh, keep the spirituality about yourself. Keep everything on yourself instead of everyone else, and you might make it somewhere. Um, you know, I'm really afraid for the future. At the same time, who isn't? You know, we all know the world's kind of messed up. All whole thing is, if we know this, why not live more constructively, you know, more supportive, instead of so uncooperative? I realized that this world is no longer chauvinistic, it's feministic. And it's starting to literally get on my last nerves because there's no safe haven for good men. Um, <clears throat> there's no, nowhere. You know, I, I do a profession of doing hair and the only place I feel comfortable is not in the beauty salon. I feel more comfortable in the barbershop and it's not because I'm a guy, it's because it's more calm, it's less chauvinistic there. It's less feministic as well. <clears throat> so, you know, I guess the moral of this story is, is take more responsibility for yourself and stop trying to pay attention to everyone else and do what you're called to do. You know, be an example of what's supposed to be done instead of the problem or the the one who makes all of the excuses just to get what you want the way you want it. It's just not fair. So this is Prophet signing off. God bless.